You are listening to the Inspire Her podcast. My name is Farron, and I'm so excited to bring in some inspiration, some amazing guests, and give you the tools you need to live your best life. Let's learn from each other, let's support each other, and let's inspire her. everyone. Welcome back to the Inspire Her podcast. I am so excited to have you here and listen in. And I've been doing these podcasts for quite a while now. And I swear every time I interview someone, it's it always excites me because there's always a new story to share and something new to tell people and a new way for other women to be inspired. And so this podcast is called Inspire Her, and that's what it does. It just inspires the her around us. Sometimes it's you. Um, I'll have to say, you know, my husband listens. Um, there's quite a few men that end up popping in. My kids even listen. So this podcast was meant to inspire people around us to live a better life. So. I had this thought of, you know, what I am creating and what I'm doing for other people and what, how I can inspire more people. And, you know, I do a lot with fitness and health and work a lot with people and getting to their best selves. And every Saturday we hop on a live workout and we do this workout and someone always starts the workout off with motivation, which is so exciting for me because I love hearing people's stories and getting to know different people and, and hearing where they've come from and to where they are now. And so our next guest was actually on this morning motivation and she basically stopped me dead in my tracks because I was listening and I'm recording her and I'm listening to this girl talk and she is talking about, you know, coming from a different place and people, you know, not ever feeling like you belong. And then now to where she is now and feeling like she has a community and feeling like she has a place where she belongs. And it hit me that there's probably so many women out there, women, men, people, you know, whomever you are having the same feeling of maybe feeling like you don't belong and what, where do you go and how do you get out of hard situations? And, it, and as I started to hear her story and get to know her, who is a ray of sunshine every single day, you know, but hearing where she's come from to where she is now, I thought there's nothing more inspiring. And this would be a great start for a what it takes series, like what it takes to live your best life, what it takes to maybe lose the weight, what it takes to get to where you want to be, what it takes to, you know, come out of a dark spot mentally, like what it takes. And I would love for our guest, Jen Schmidt, to be the first on this to tell us like what it takes and advice for you all on what you can do to live your best life. So welcome to the podcast, Jen. Hi, Karen. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm so excited. It was like super long intro there. (laughs) Okay. So, all right, let's just jump in. Tell us about kind of, you know, I kind of said you're, you know, you popped on this morning workout and you tell this amazing story and you're so proud of where you are now. So like, you know, what does that mean? And who were you before? So a little backstory, I, you know, growing up, I was unsure of really anything um, about myself. I didn't really know um, who I was. I didn't know where I fit in. I just, um, through high school, you know, I was homecoming queen and just um, a popular jock at school, but I just didn't feel like um, people really accepted me. 
you know, and I guess internally, I just didn't know who I was. So, um, after some soul searching some, for some years, I, you know, I realized that, um, I was actually gay and throughout my twenties, even after coming out um, to my family and, um, friends, I still didn't really feel like I fit in even in the gay community. Um, I had friends, but I just didn't feel this sense of sisterhood or friendship that I've seen so many other people have. So I just, um, I guess I looked for it in the wrong places as well. Um, I had some addiction issues um, with alcohol and drugs um, for a while. And um, I was also, I've, I've been through some mental health issues. So I've also been on prescriptions in the past. Um, so really it just came full circle to where I hit rock bottom to where, to the point where I was almost homeless and I was addicted to some heavy uh, drugs and uh, my family, my grandmother, actually, my late grandmother, she um, took me in and said, let's get you out of this toxic situation that you're in and let's bring you back. So uh, for two years, I lived with my grandmother um, and she didn't expect one cent from me. She just wanted me to look alive again, to, to, to bring me back. And after those two years, I just started working on me internally, just thinking about what I wanted in my life, where I wanted to go. I knew I didn't want to be 300 pounds and a zombie on medications. So I picked up a fitness routine um, that my sister, you know, um, kind of introduced me to. And I started slow and it would, you know, I was often on the train for a little bit here and there. And finally, I just started sticking to it. But literally, I had no motivation or accountability behind me. I was doing it alone. Um, so it was kind of a lonely journey. Until I recently, in January, a friend of mine from high school actually introduced me to the current community that I'm a part of. And uh, they have a daily uh, Zoom meeting in the morning where we all get on and we just kick butt. We do our own routine, whatever whatever routine we're, we're working on or program, and we get to just see each other, you know, and push each other. That has been a complete game changer in my fitness journey personally. I've gained friends. I now do boxing every other Sunday with some of the girls from my team. I just, I feel like there is a place for me and it doesn't matter that I'm gay. It doesn't matter that I've had addiction issues. It doesn't matter that I've had mental health issues. They love me for who I am, for who I am and for who they see me as. So it's just an incredible thing. And I, I actually try to inspire other women and bring them into our team because I feel like there's so many positive things that this community can give you not only fitness but you know just the love and the sisterhood that I feel like every woman needs so that's that's kind of where my where I am right now I just continue to grow and to push harder every day to 
be the person that I'm supposed to be and to help other people find that person. I, I love that so much. I mean, really you, um, you like being a homecoming queen. I got to see this. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'll say, I'll have to send you a photo over. Uh. Yeah. Because, um, was this like full on dress and everything? It sure was. It was oh. nails, dress, I mean, <laughs> makeup girl. I had it all done. Like, you know, it's so interesting to see like how people, you know, like you becoming yourself, you know, and now I can't imagine you any other way, you know, it's like, you know, and then also I I even wrote down like, holy crap, you like for real 300 pounds. Yeah. I mean, like that's, you know, and then to get to where you are now, I mean, like you're strong, you know, like you don't, (laughs) you look like you could tear someone apart. (laughs) (laughs) I just love that. I mean, so you know, I guess you could call me a gentle giant. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I really, I am one of probably one of the most giving people. And sometimes it backfires because, you know, when you, sometimes when you give, um, people don't necessarily give and back in return, which I don't expect anything, but I just expect, you know, I expect people to, you know, give me love back. And sometimes I don't get that, but that doesn't stop me. And that's the point of life. Like you, you can't always expect things in return for something that you do. It's, it's, it's about being kind and accepting everyone and loving everyone. Yes. Well, you know, when you say you're with your grandma, like, I mean, so you took that time that's when you kind of turned everything around. Like you started to, yes. how was that? I mean, that's- I, it, it was crazy. I mean, I literally, I didn't, I didn't work for two years. I, um, and I honestly didn't really do much. I didn't leave the house. I was kind of trying to regain confidence in even, even in just daily life and going to the grocery store. Or, I mean, I, 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 you know, I, so much trauma that I went through for five years with someone that, you know, physically and emotionally abused me. And my grandmother didn't expect one thing from me. She just wanted me to be able to walk on my own two feet again. And, you know, I'm happy to say, um, you know, I, I did finally, once I, I got to a place I was, I felt comfortable. I actually went out for a job, even if it was a part-time job, just to get myself, you know, out there again, I found a job and, um, she knew I came home and told her I, I had gotten the job and she actually passed away the day before my first day to start at the job. Oh my gosh. But I, but I feel like in my heart, she knew that she could let go now that, that she was able to, to go to her next realm, you know, after knowing that her gen was going to be okay, mm-hmm. you know, and, so every day I try, that's, that's another thing that that's really pushed me is her. Like she wouldn't want to see me back where I was. So I refuse to ever look back. I'm always going to keep pushing forward. I love that. I mean, you know, honestly, your whole story is, I mean, sounds like you're in some dark spots and then finding out who you were. And it was just like, keep going, just go, you know, just keep going. Yeah. Nope. Just keep swimming. Just yeah, keep just swimming. Keep swimming. <laughs> Cause you've been through some stuff. I mean, so, okay. So you said you came out when you came out after high so school. I, I came out, um, 
yes, around 21 ish. Um, and you know, my parents, you know, for the most part, it was actually quite funny. They, um, they took it pretty well. I mean, back, back then things were a lot different than they are today. I Mm -hmm. feel like, um, you know, people weren't as expressive about things, um, back then as they are now. Um, and things weren't as accepted, I don't think, but, um, they were a little surprised, but they, they, they seemed to be okay. Um, when I went to tell them, they actually, you know, they, the first thing they said to me was, Oh my God, Jen, are you pregnant? (laughs) No, mom, actually, you probably wish I was pregnant (laughs) because it's the other alternative. It's the other opposite part of the spectrum here. That was so funny. So, yeah, but, um, yeah, I mean, and everyone in my family is very accepting and, you know, um, welcoming to, to that part of myself. So I'm very, very grateful for that. You know, it's so crazy, you know, like, well, we're coming out of pride month and, you know, people like, you know, a lot of stories have come up and people talk about like, oh, how do they take it? And it's like, nobody would ever ask, like, what a weird, you know, we got to stop. We got to normalize not asking, you know, like, cause it's like, nobody ever asked me how my parents took it when I said I was going to marry my husband. Exactly. Right. I mean, like, wait a minute, you know, like how they, oh, like you imagine someone's like, how'd they take it? And be like, what? Like, (laughs) Like, I mean, um, because maybe he's blonde and they wanted you to have a brunette. I mean, I don't know. Right. Like, (laughs) I mean, come on. You know, I guess that happens in all things, like in all races and all things, you know, like someone marries outside of like the normal because they all had, they take it and like, who the hell cares? Like, right. Exactly. I'm going to live my life. And I feel like that kind of holds us, you know, back sometimes this like stigma, like, no, you know, live your life. And, and, you know, and I mean, for you, like, were you nervous about like coming out? Actually, very much so. I mean, it, you know, like I said, I mean, back then things were not, um, were not as, uh, I guess I don't public, you yeah. know, I mean, there were, there've always been, you know, gay people, obviously, but people weren't as, um, it wasn't mainstream, I guess. And social media has probably a lot. Yeah. Has helped a lot with, with it, with everything too. But, you know, we didn't have Facebook back then. I mean, I think we had MySpace, maybe, maybe, I don't know, but, um, things were just different. I mean, yes, I was extremely nervous. Um, (laughs) I was sweating bullets, bullets, I'm sure. Um, may, may have even had a drink beforehand. (laughs) I can't recall, but, um, it was, you know, one of those sit down things mom and dad, I need to, I need to talk to you about something very serious. And, you know, the first thing that popped into their head was that you're pregnant. (laughs) Nah, not quite, but they didn't have any idea, you know? No, (laughs) see, and that's the funny part. Uh, my mom actually like, so my mom was a hair, she, she's, um, she did hair. So she owned a hair salon all of my life and, um, she's now retired, but she, she actually, um, when I was in, I think elementary school, I, she cut my hair so short, probably a little longer than it is now, but it was shaved and I had like spiked, spiked hair. (laughs) So I'm like, mom, how did you not know? I mean, granted I was in elementary school, but like what little girl yeah. Um, is going to ask for like this buzz cut with like spiked hair. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, 
<laughs> well, good for her for doing Either. it. Yeah, she did. I mean, and that and that's important. You know, that is that is important that that parents, you know, allow their kids. I mean, I don't have children of my own, but I feel like if I did, I would want them to express themselves in the way that they feel most comfortable. So props to my mom for cutting my hair like that. Yeah. And like you said, in a time when, you know, like that's wasn't probably as accepting, you know, like, oh, the let her do that, you know, and no, let her live how she wants to live. But the funny part was I actually went to a Catholic school. So like the nun who was like the principal, she made me go in the bathroom and like wet it down. She's like, you know, you can't have your hair like that, Jennifer. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You're in elementary school. I know. Right. Like you're probably so confused. Like, I don't understand. Like, I just want it the way I want it. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Well, okay. So I mean, losing. All right. So how much weight have you lost now? So I am sitting around 180, so 120 pounds. (laughs) That is like, that's a person. You lost a freaking person, Jen. That's amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. And that's all you. It is. And you know, the, the funny part was I just started slow. Like I said, I mean, I, I, I got myself together and then I just started making healthier choices in the beginning. I didn't really follow a regimented like nutrition plan or anything. I just started making better choices for myself and you know, I, the weight started coming off then. And then I think after a couple months of doing that, then that's when I started the actual exercising and following specific programs and things like that. But I didn't really dial my nutrition in completely until January of this year. So like I did a lot of the work before even following like, you know, a nutrition lifestyle that I've been doing lately. So that's awesome. I mean, like it's, it's really incredible to like watch you like do all that you've done and it's crazy. So, um, who brought you in? She's from your high school. She is actually, yeah. Oh, like so she knows the homecoming queen. Queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that is the exact, like you had said, these people. Full circle. It, yeah, it is. And these people that you surrounded yourself with, oh my gosh, it's like you're right where you're meant to be. Like the girl from high school invited you to, jo- you know, like doesn't, right. never skipped a beat caring who you, if you were homecoming queen or not, you know? Like, right. I mean, that's just awesome. And I think, you know, that is a testament to, you know, when people are trying to change their lives, like, you know, who you surround yourself around really, really matters. Absolutely. My Facebook is flooded. Well, not just Facebook, but social media in general is flooded with, you know, with glowing women that are, that are, you know, on their own journeys. And it's just incredible to watch and it pushes me to keep going. So I love that. Okay. So what advice, you know, if somebody was kind of sitting in this dark spot, I mean, you've kind of been through like a lot of like spots. So like, yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You've been a lot of dark spots, but if you, if someone else was sitting in a dark spot and they're listening to this and they're like, I need to figure out who I am, what would be your advice for them? First of all, don't listen to what anyone else tells. Like, let me, let me start over. Don't listen to what anyone else believes the person that you are like you, you in your heart, you know, who you are and you need to follow that. 
don't let your parents or your sister or your brother or your grandmother, you know, try to persuade you to be someone that you're not and be strong in your convictions and, you know, continue to push forward. And like we said before, find people that are going to push you to be that person and to be maybe even better than that person. And maybe like these ladies that I've surrounded myself with, with, they continue to get me out of my own comfort zone. And I feel like that's extremely important because you find a lot out about yourself that maybe you didn't know previously because you were too scared to, to do. So finding that core group of people that are going to support you no matter what, um, that's probably the biggest piece of advice that I can give. I love that, you know, and I think, you know, for somebody who's thinking like, okay, where, how do I find that person? Cause so many times, you know, if, you know, for me, like if I post our inspiring women and people are like, Oh, I wish I had that. And I'm like, just, just go get it. You know, like just right. go find, you know, like, and I think for you watching you like surrounding yourself with, like you said, positive people and like people that want to be better, but not just like that are pushing you to be better. And it's, you know, I think that's why sometimes the health and like fitness industry and like being around those people, because, you know, oh my gosh, you love, you would love this. Um, and, but there, we were at this, um, with this workout thing and actually Joel Freeman was teaching us how to do court of force and okay. he like you know, him, like he's there just him mm-hmm. and he's, well, we're there and he's, and he said, um, he always had loved the gym and he said, not because of working out. And he said, because nobody goes there to get worse. And that is like stuck with me for years. And I'm like, that's why I like fitness and health people. Like, that's why I'm right. drawn to them because no matter, you know, whether you go to the gym or you work out at home or you just go outside and take a walk, nobody does those things to get worse. It's always to get better. And I, those are the people that I want to be with. Absolutely. And I Absolutely. think that's, and that's why watching you, I mean, I swear, like watching you with your fitness journey and, you know, it feels like a lot mental too, just like you showing up and you being there and you supporting other people and, you know, and it's like, you keep showing up because just to get better. Everybody shows right. up just to get better. And, and I know if I'm not there, people are going to call me out. So <laughs> I have to keep showing up now, but yeah. also, I mean, and, and, it, and it's bigger than that. I think it's even bigger than just, um, the, the exercise portion of it. It's, it's just, um, it's mental health too. I can't tell you how, how much this has helped my mental health. I, I mean, I'm happy to say I'm on no medications anymore. Oh my, um, that's huge, Jen. You know, I, um, I have my own, we're not going to go into all the, what I feel about all of, all of that. However, um, I do understand people do need medications at, you know, for things. And I'm not, I'm not debating that. However, there are sometimes ways that you can, um, get off of medications. If, you know, if you do change your lifestyle a bit and for me, um, exercise is that has, that has done that for me. I, I don't, I, you know, I, I'm, um, I'm happy to say that I, I, I'm, I'm good. You know, like I, I'm, I'm in a great place. So I'm I, so I, happy. 
I love the med, like you said, about the medication, you know, and it, it, that is a hard one, you know, because people are like, there are people that need it and they have issues, but it's like, but that's okay for you to toot your own horn that you're not because you worked for that. Right. Like hell freaking yes. Like you worked to not be on medications and you knew what would work for you and you did it. Yep. And you didn't accept it. And I, I mean, gosh, I've seen so many people, you know, a part of the fitness groups and everything and that have gotten off medications and they work their asses off for it, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and it's awesome. I feel like exercise though is one of the least utilized like depression medications that we Oh, absolutely. You know, so. I mean, in today's society, I mean, it's just easier to take a pill than to actually, you know, put in work. Right. So that's just my opinion, but we all have our own opinions. <laughs> no, I, I'm with you. On, I'm hundred <laughs> percent with you on that. And I think, you know, majority like doctors and the people that I follow and they agree, you know, I think, right. But you know, and where for you and where you were, it's like just getting yourself out of it. And I, I really do think you're so inspiring because, you know, just to hear your story and it was like, I just got to go. I have to get out of this. And I think that's sometimes the hardest part for people to realize and then just stop staying where you are. And you have continued to just grow and be better and want to do more. And I think it's freaking awesome. So thank you. You're incredible. You're so incredible. (laughs) So, okay. People will want to follow you. So where can they follow you? So I am on Instagram. Um, my name is Schmitty0281 and Facebook, obviously Jen Schmidt. And that's about it. I don't do, I don't, I have Snapchat and all that mess, but I don't really go into that. So we'll, we'll stick with those. I'll stick two. with that. Okay. <laughs> well, I will post all of this on my blog so you can follow her and all of the links. Um, she is super sweet. And so you can ask her questions and send her things. If you are ever in a spot where you feel like you are in a dark spot or you want to get out and you want to change your life. Like Jen is the girl that you want to message and be like, message me. I'm here. Yeah. My, my, my messenger's always open. I love Um. that. She is message her. She's awesome. So thank you all for listening. Make sure you tag follow and be sure to follow Jen and let's give her a shout out because she's freaking incredible. So thank you, Jen. Thank you so much, Farron. All right. See you later. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspire Her podcast. Make sure you share it with your friends. Tag me on Instagram, Insta Stories, or Facebook, and let's inspire her together.